You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time, 6.30. KSL's top story this hour. The Utah legislature kicks off the final week of the general session today, and there are still some big issues left unresolved. We begin our live team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024, with KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston. Peter? Amanda, two of those issues are each worth about a billion taxpayer dollars. They're the proposed hockey and baseball stadiums. But there's also a proposed income tax cut and a rehash of last year's social media regulation that prompted a tech company lawsuit come back to retool these bills to try to avoid those legal pitfalls, kind of the low-hanging fruit, while at the same time protecting kids. That's Representative Jordan Tusher. We're also watching what happens to the governor's proposal for almost $200 million for affordable housing and homeless services, plus whether lawmakers are going to get rid of ranked choice voting by May. There could be as many as 500 bills that get the green light by this weekend. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. We're getting a better look this morning at the proposed state budget from the Executive Appropriations Committee. KSL News Radio's Alessandra Gurr continues our team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024. The committee made their final recommendations for the budget that involves over $28 billion. Some of the funding highlights include money to reduce Utah's income tax rate, provide funding for affordable housing, create a grant program for AI education, and building a point-of-the-mountain transit stop. This budget recommendation now advances to the full legislature for consideration. The legislature will have to approve the final budget before the session ends on March 1st. Interest rates on new mortgages are back up around 7%. Dayon Eskich with the Kim C. Gardner Policy Institute says there are ways to get a lower rate. A lot of home builders have a lot of programs right now where they'll buy down your interest rate. I think most home builders in our market, they're offering interest rates in the fives. That's a huge discount when you think about it. He says unless there's an economic downturn and people start losing their jobs, home prices won't be coming down anytime soon because the only way prices are going to come down is if the supply goes way up, and that won't happen as long as people are paying their bills. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. Utah Governor Spencer Cox spent the weekend in Washington, D.C. in his role as the chair of the National Governors Association. That includes a meeting with the president. Governor Cox showed bipartisanship in a place that seems to badly need it these days, Washington, D.C., featured in a press conference with President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and Colorado's Democratic Governor Jared Polis. We welcome the opportunity to work with your administration on these issues. Now, that is not to say that we always agree. I can assure you that we don't. Um, we have our arguments and disagreements. Mr. President, I think you said we, we argue like hell and then we get things done. Vice President Harris lauded our governor as, quote, a great partner on maternal mortality and mental health. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. The Salt Lake City Police Department is urging drivers and pedestrians to be extra careful following three serious crashes in just the last week. KSL News Radio's Adam Small joins us live with details. Adam? Amanda, since last Saturday, the department says three men have been sent to the hospital after getting hit by vehicles. One got pinned against a building after just standing in a parking lot. Another got hit after running into the road, and another got hit while riding an e-bike. Salt Lake City Police spokesperson Brent Weisberg tells me it's very unusual to see all of this happen in just one week, but it's an important reminder for the role we all play in each other's safety. It's so uh, important just to take that extra moment when whether you're riding a bike, whether you're walking, or more importantly, whether you're driving, to make sure you're looking out for other people. Thankfully, all three men are expected to survive. 
Live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. A woman who police say was driving under the influence when she hit and killed a man in St. George will not have to serve prison time for DUI because the arresting officer didn't read her Miranda rights. The victim's nieces tell KSL TV they're upset with the resulting plea deal. Am I hateful towards anybody? I'm not going to let that hatred, you know, taint who I am because that's not who I am. Rihanna Waters will pay a fine and serve a year in jail as part of the plea deal. First look traffic now, and here is Andy Farnsworth. And travelers uh, on I-15 are still clear of delays so far this morning. Road conditions have been good. Uh, they they looked like they had the crash cleaned up at 47th and Taylorsville, and then a UDOT truck parked on the right shoulder for a few minutes. Now it's moved, but I'm watching traffic run a little bit slower than usual on that exit, so they may still have some stuff going on. But it hasn't affected the main flow at all through Taylorsville, thankfully. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL's top national stories this hour. Many of Alabama's fertility clinics have paused in vitro uh, fertility treatments after the state Supreme Court ruled that embryos are the same as children. ABC's Elizabeth Schultze spoke with some Alabama families interested in IVF. They're saying, okay, I can't do this in Alabama. Let me try to figure out where else I can. That's not even an option. Shipping companies that would move those embryos between states are saying they don't want to become liable. So they're not agreeing to do that. And really what this all means is that there's this incredible pause in place for so many of those families and the doctors trying to figure out if there's going to be clarity and when there's going to be clarity after this decision came out. Doctors and clinic workers are worried they could be held liable if embryos are destroyed. Announced this morning, the Associated Press says RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel will resign and leave her post on March 8th. This follows pressure from former President Trump and his allies to step down. This comes after the former president beat Nikki Haley in the South Carolina primary. An important butterfly species common to Utah is being put on the threatened species list. KSL News Radio's Michael Committee is live with more of those details. Michael? Tim, if you've ever been around eastern Utah or where our borders meet Colorado and New Mexico, then you've probably seen these butterflies. They're called silver spots, and they're important because they help pollinate plants which other pollinators gather nectar from. They're mostly found on private lands, but climate change and other factors like incompatible grazing is affecting the silver spot's habitat. After they're placed on the list, though, federal agencies will work out what the best path is for conservation and restoration. Reporting live, Michael Commits, KSL News Radio. The Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square performed at the Manila Catholic University in the Philippines on Sunday as part of their world tour. A cardinal with the Catholic Church shared his thoughts with KSL TV after the performance. The music itself expresses the hope that we need in order to survive in this world, that we are all brothers and sisters with one God as our Father. The choir will perform two more concerts at the Mall of Asia tomorrow and Wednesday in a 9,000-seat arena. It was just great to see uh, people from all faiths coming together and enjoying the music.